Why did they have to take DMX? Why couldn't they took one of those mumble rappers? Or how about that dude that made the Satan shoes? Nobody cares about them. We just want DMX back. Oh, fuck. Anyway, guys, what's up? I hope you're having a uh, a good weekend. Shout out to you guys joining me live here. We should be good on DLive for this one. We're also on Twitch and Foxhole. Sorry for not doing the live stream last night like I normally do on uh, Fridays at 4 p.m., you know. I just had a lot going on. I wasn't feeling the best, and, you know, I want to get a lot of different things situated. I, I got a website I'm working on. Hopefully, it'll be up, like, this weekend. I've been wanting to put it out for a week or two now. Got a few new things coming to the supplement brand. Just a lot, a lot coming within the next week, so I needed that time to work on that. But here we are, and it's Saturday. And we've got a lot going on. We're going to focus on a couple of prominent figures and their deaths. We'll talk about Prince Philip. We'll get a little deeper into uh, DMX. Yeah, X going to give it to you. I've just been like banging his music for the past two days straight. And then we're going to take a look at a lot of news on vaccines. A lot of different stories on that. Some fake news, hit pieces on Q. And then we'll finish up talking UFOs as well. There's a few different things, both in the mainstream and the uh, alternative conspiracy media community having to do with UFOs. So we'll take a look. I'll give you my thoughts on all of that. And then uh, before we get into these articles, a little bit more housekeeping. I want to say thank you to a few people that have been supporting me over the last couple of days. Thanks to Bob, Abel, Victor, Richard and Clay. Thanks to you guys for supporting me through my website. And then thank you to Maribel as well. I'm hoping get, I'm uh, getting that name right. She sent me a check in the mail right to my PO box. So thank you, Maribel. Much appreciated. And then one last thing. Happy birthday to Out of Shadows. Yeah, Out of Shadows. That documentary released exactly one year ago today. On 41020 of all days, you know, 41020, my uh, QOGs will know what I'm talking about in terms of that. But can you believe it? Out of Shadows was one year ago already. I mean, it's kind of like a paradox these days. Sometimes it feels like it's been way longer than that, like way longer. But then on the flip side, it feels like sometimes it's just been a lot shorter. Like it just went by like that crazy times. But if you haven't seen Out of Shadows, obviously it's been censored all over the place. So by now you're going to have to find it on BitChute or Rumble or something like that. But go watch it. Incredible documentary. Um, yeah, good stuff there. Great red pill. Let's take a second to talk about our health. We know there are numerous nutrients that modern humans are deficient in due to our overprocessed foods and generally poor diets. From vitamins to minerals to enzymes, being low in any of these necessary compounds will affect our health dramatically. One of these nutrients we're often deficient in is collagen. Collagen is an abundant protein in our body that supports the health of our skin, hair, and joint function. As we age, collagen levels in our body decrease, which could lead to a weakening of our joints and denaturing of our skin. To increase the collagen levels in your body back to normal, I recommend Multi-Collagen by Biotrust. It's a pure tasteless powder that you can add to coffee, water, smoothies, doesn't matter, just get it in your body. 
you can get multi-collagen for up to 51% off by going to healthwithjordan.com or by visiting the link right down there in the description below. So now let's get into these articles. Let's just kick things off here with, first of all, Prince Philip died yesterday at the age of 99. All the uh, numerology heads out there had a field day with this one. Get this. Prince Philip died at age 99 on April 9th, which is the 99th day of the year. (laughs) I'm not looking too much into that. I don't do the gematria stuff. Sometimes a little numerology synchronicities get me uh, get me a little riled up, but I don't do gematria. Anyway, just thought that was interesting. Prince Philip, the man who looked like he was a dead man walking anyway, now officially is dead, I guess. His funeral is going to be on the 17th of all days, Saturday, the 17th of this month. I mean, really, when you look at news stories these days, there are 17s that are everywhere. So it's just... It's just something that's interesting. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Queen Elizabeth is too far behind. Maybe they'll say she died of a broken heart or something like that. But here's the thing. I'm not a virtue signaler. I don't do virtue signaling. When somebody dies, if they're clearly an evil human being, I'm not going to feel bad. I'm not going to feel bad. I don't know what the hell. All these people on social media amongst the the media landscape are all giving their RIPs and saying, oh, heartbroken. Oh, come on. (laughs) Screw that. Seriously. Prince Philip. uh, Remember that quote of his where he said that when he dies, he wishes he could reincarnate as a virus so he could depopulate the earth. That was actually not a quote of his. It was written in a book of his, but it's essentially what he said. Man, maybe we're going to be dealing with like COVID 5.0 now. (laughs) No, let's be real. He's going to reincarnate as like a dung beetle or a pile of shit or something like that. I don't know. It's probably what he's going to reincarnate as. (laughs) Moving on from that into a death that was of somebody who... It's a bummer, actually. DMX. Yeah, so it was weird. At first, we got news reports saying that DMX died, and then his publicist came out and said that those news reports were fake. He's actually in intensive care. And then we got reports yesterday that he actually did die. So it was a weird like back and forth for a few days there. And what happened when the first reports came out that he died or even when his publicist was saying, you know, he's he's not dead, he just suffered a heart attack and he's in intensive care. News was claiming that it was from an overdose. All right? They said that he had an heart attack from an overdose, but that was not the case at all. So here is a blog, a website that I found called mtonews.com. This website claims that they are the most visited African-American news network. It's basically what it is. They do a little bit of gossipy stuff, but when you actually look into this website, it doesn't look that bad. It does not look like satire. It really doesn't look like gossip at all. Uh, It doesn't have the nicest-looking user interface here, but it actually looks pretty legit when you research this site and the site founder behind it. They wrote this article two days ago saying 
DMX received COVID vaccine days before heart attack. And the family, the family itself said no drugs were involved. This is an exclusive from this website with an interview from one of DMX's family members. And they told this outlet that DMX received the COVID vaccine about a week before he suffered the heart attack because he just wanted to travel again so he could start performing again. So he decided to go get the vaccine once they opened it up to people over 50. And there's no OD, like no drugs are in this picture. In fact, I think DMX got out of rehab not too long ago, and he's definitely changed his tune from you know, where he was at like 10, 20 years ago. Uh, I think he sobered up. He started getting into religion, like definitely changing his image. So I really don't think this is a drug overdose. I think that's a cover story the media was putting out. And it looks like this may have to do with vaccines. And in fact, when I read something like this that Media Matters put out yesterday, look at this headline. Far-right accounts use DMX's death to baselessly fearmonger about COVID-19 vaccines. What kind of bullshit is this? Check this out. Second paragraph. To be clear, Media Matters writes, no deaths have been directly attributed to the coronavirus vaccines. What kind of lying horse shit is that? They say that there's a dangerous trend of conspiracy theory promoting social media accounts linking vaccines with any negative health events. Are you kidding me? We have so many pieces of evidence, so many testimonies of adverse reactions happening from this COVID-19. I mean, we literally have social media accounts like CV-19 vaccine reactions. You can find that on Telegram and Instagram. And they post exclusively reactions people are getting, stories, and they're posting multiple per day. So Media Matters just sucks. They suck David Brock ass. And then down here, uh, you know, they even write about me spreading these claims, calling me a QAnon influencer. <laughs> but right here, they're trying to throw shade on the MTO website, on this website, MTO News. MTO stands for Media Takeout. And Media Matters right here writes that the questionable quotes from Media Takeout were reprinted, and they're calling Media Takeout a gossip site that is not a reliable source of information. Literally, just research a little bit into this website. Sure, it doesn't look the best, but here is the founder of this website. His name is Fred Mwanga Gahunga, if I am getting that in any way right at all. But this gentleman, he is a black attorney, and he is also an entrepreneur from the Washington, D.C. area, his parents were born in Uganda and immigrated to the U.S. here. So this guy, I mean, he looks totally legit. He started this website, and he's even gotten some press from different outlets about his media takeout website, calling him a mogul, an entrepreneur, a hugely profitable blog he has, like all this sort of stuff. This looks legit. Is Media Matters racist? Are they racist for calling a African-American news network not credible? I don't know. You're looking kind of racist, Media Matters. Not going to lie. Why, 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 are you, why are you questioning them? 
<laughs> it's just, it's awful. I, I would say there's probably a link there. Let's be real. And can can we just, can we just, again, trade DMX for like Lil Nas X? Let's be real. I don't want those Satan shoes. I want, I want DMX back. Okay, let's move on from that into one more article fact-checking this Suez Canal clickbait story. Holy crap, this is still going on. I think I talked about this like two videos ago, probably a week ago by now, about how this super-duper clickbait story, I mean, here, they're even... They're even linking a few of the clickbait sites in this one, like this guy. Ooh, from looks like they're linking uh, blog articles actually on Facebook. Here is one of them. There's a couple others. They were claiming that Navy SEALs rescue over a thousand trafficked children and dead bodies and weapons and all kinds of stuff out of that container ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal. Now, here's what happened. Okay, clickbait gets planted in the truth community, some people buy it because they just don't do the due diligence with it or you got like a bunch of probably injected anons or infiltrators spreading this clickbait story. That gives an incredibly easy in for the fact checkers in the mainstream media to debunk it. You see, it gives them an easy opportunity for them to clown on us. So then we have Reuters now, like it's moved all the way up to Reuters fact checking this which gosh i keep posting this on telegram and it's like the point goes right over people's heads i'm not calling reuters here credible obviously they're fake news propaganda bullshit of a website but in this instance they would be correct you see it's a super easy way for them to basically give themselves a pat on the back like give themselves some credibility debunking the clickbait and then in Reuters here, it goes into saying that these claims appear to be linked to the QAnon conspiracy theory about this uh, ever-given or evergreen ship blocking the Suez Canal, when in really reality, it has nothing to do with Q. Really, what it has to do are dumbasses like Simon Parks, yes, I'll say it, like Scott McKay, like I think David Nino was one of them that shared this story, and Michael Jaco, too. Yeah, I'll name names. Shit. They all shared this as if it was fact and sharing it from the fake news clickbait blogs. And then the mainstream media weaponizes their irresponsibility or their pure, pff, I don't know why they shared it, but they're weaponizing the clickbait against us here. So come on, guys. Come on. Let's be, let's be smarter than them. Let's be smarter than them. Moving on from this into some, speaking of Q, a lot, a lot of hit pieces from the mainstream media going after our conference, our conference in Dallas here next month. <laughs> when I mean our conference, I mean uh, John's conference. He's the one that's really uh, putting this together. I've been helping him a little bit. I've been helping it keep it uh, secure and and still going, but John's the brainchild, John and his wife, actually. They're the masterminds behind all of this. And look here, Vice, huge QAnon conference. What, what does that mean? What's a QAnon conference? is happening in a Dallas hotel. We've got 
Newsweek, they wrote one. They've been writing like one a day. Two Texas Republicans set to appear at Dallas QAnon event as petition seeks cancellation. Uh, they have no idea what QAnon even means, but they just slap it on whatever headline they can. And actually, speaking of which, yes, Representative Louis Gomert and Texas GOP Chairman Alan West are going to be at this event next month, the Patriot Roundup, which I'll be at as well, along with Red Pill 78 and IET, Inevitable ET, should be a good time. And it's definitely making the media nervous, the fact that people like General Flynn, Sidney Powell, Louis Gomert, Alan West, you know, they're going to be sharing the stage with crazy conspiracy theorists like me. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Uh, and then we have Forbes. They're writing one. This is all just within the last 48 hours, mind you. I mean, it's not even all that's out there on this. Ooh, Yahoo. They put this out this morning. Saddle up, y'all. The QAnon Patriot Roundup Conference trailer is here. And you have to see it to believe it. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty badass trailer, actually. Made by uh, iDrop Media. Shout out, iDrop. Ooh-wee! They is nervous. They is nervous. And this Vice guy that wrote this one, his name's David Gilbert. This dude is so slimy. He has been trying to dox Inevitable E.T., He's been messaging people on Facebook. I think uh, people that know Inevitable E.T. trying to get him doxxed. Dude, these people are so slimy. It's bad. But anyway, it's going to be a fun event. Should be interesting. Uh, moving on to another hit piece. CNN this morning is calling Q an existential threat. Wow. These Republicans are calling for their party to reject QAnon conspiracy theories. Of course, the Republican they're featuring here is uh, Adam Kinzinger. He's one of them. Yeah, that douche nozzle <laughs> right there. This was the guy who disavowed Q right after the uh, events on the Capitol on January 6th. And he also voted to impeach Trump as well. This is a total douche nozzle he's probably best friends with uh mitt romney that guy so anytime you know cnn buddies up to any republicans that you know they're all deep state puppets and the fact that they're calling it an existential threat now i mean the fear that's dripping off of the media if you think nothing is happening just look at what we're getting from the media hit piece after hit piece, not just about Q, but vaccines, but conspiracies in general, but all of this stuff, man. I mean, things are moving along. Things are definitely moving along. Don't be, don't be all hopped up. You know, a lot of people get hopped up on the hopium and that messes with their heads and just causes problems for everybody. Well, not just hopium, but there's the doomium out there too. People all, all hopped up on their doomium <laughs> you know, and they're they're thinking that oh nothing's happening. Oh, we're doomed. Ah, oh, the deep state controls everything. Oh, it's it. That's it. We're all done for. No, come on, come on. Let's look at reality, folks. No hopium, no doomium. Let's look at reality. I think things are moving along just fine. Now let's get into I think some of that vaccine talk. Okay, I've got I've got like half a dozen articles here all on vaccines. We're starting off here with lawmakers calling on Biden to make the COVID vaccine mandatory 
for the military. Okay. This article is a little older, but I wanted to bring this up because, well, a bunch of Democrats, big surprise, are trying to call for Biden to make it mandatory for the military. And then we have this from CNN again, of course, CNN this morning, nearly 40% of Marines have declined the COVID-19 vaccine. I call that a good start. I also call it not enough. That should be 100% of Marines. Let's just let's just call it what it is. Should be 100%. 40%, that's a good amount. We're we're getting to the majority almost there. And CNN clearly is just, you know, writing some shit about this, calling for it to be a lesser number than that. Moving on to WAPO, to WAPO, good old WAPO. Opinion, anti-vaxxers put us all at risk. Facebook and Twitter must ban them. So, for some reason, people are saying they like my voices, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to do those voices <laughs> a little bit more. Who wrote this one? La Letitia, Letitia James and William Tong. Ooh, she's the Attorney General of New York and the Attorney General of Connecticut. You're kidding me. I didn't realize that before now. Wow. They are literally, literally calling for anti-vaxxers to be censored off of big tech. Like, that is clearly communistic. And these people are attorney generals of these states. Like, yo... Yo, and what's up with these labels? QAnon conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxers. They're just bringing these smear campaign labels into the picture. And at that same, on that same point, you know, a lot of people love to try to distance themselves from that anti-vaxxer label. I, I, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I'm for vaccines. I'm just for freedom of choice like come on you don't need to pander you don't need to go halfway we need people to go all the way fuck it be an anti-vaxxer own the label screw it if they're gonna try to smear you with that say yeah sure call me an anti-vaxxer i'm anti-vaccine screw it at this point in the game we should be anti-vaccine <laughs> come on man just common sense injecting some micro RNA spike proteins into your body? What's that going to do for you? What's that actually going to do for you? Next, New York Times. I've got to shit on WAPO and the New York Times at least once in every video because they're just, they're just the worst. So New York Times up to bat. They're saying online scammers have a new offer for you, vaccine cards. <laughs> Hundreds of sellers are offering false and stolen vaccine cards. <laughs> I don't call that online scammers. I call them heroes. Those are the real heroes. <laughs> People, I actually have a buddy of mine who uh, they he made a forged vaccine card for his work. Pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, and such a bummer that we're at that point where we have to do that. But hey, whatever. You do you. I don't think it's bad at all. Let's be real. Those are those are smart people. Next up, calling proof of COVID-19 vaccination a vaccine passport could be empowering 
conspiracy theorists. It's empowering conspiracy theorists. Wow. Well, I mean, isn't it amazing how fast things are changing? Last year in 2020, if you would have suggested to somebody that, well, in a few months, we're going to need a vaccine passport to show uh, proof of our vaccines. If you would have said that last year, you would have been called a crazy conspiracy theorist. Now we're into 2021, not just a few months after. Now, if you suggest to anybody that they should not get the vaccine passport, now you're a conspiracy theorist. Amazing how fast things change. 2020, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist if you suggest we're going to get vaccine passports. 2021, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist if you suggest that we should not get vaccine passports. What? 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 I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Clown world, everybody. Friggin' clown world. It's so easy to expose. In fact, it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. That's why I do this. <laughs> All right. Now we're getting into adverse reactions being reported, actually stopping the vaccination sites themselves. There's been not just one, not just one. This was in Colorado. Not just two. This one was in North Carolina. Not just three but four, four U.S. vaccine sites have paused completely giving shots after a batch of adverse reactions at every single one. This one was in Georgia. This one was in North Carolina. This one was in, where do we have this one? Where did I say? Colorado. I don't really know where the third one was. We kind of skipped number three there, but man. And here's the thing, though, that catches my eye. It's only the vaccine sites that are giving the Johnson & Johnson shot. Now, remember, the Johnson & Johnson one was, I think that was the single doser, and it was not an mRNA shot, all right? So I wonder if Johnson & Johnson is the scapegoat here. And the media is trying to focus all this attention on the Johnson & Johnson shot. Meanwhile, people are continuing to get their Pfizer, Moderna, mRNA shots. So, I don't know, but A, the fact that they're actually stopping this. And the fact that this is making its way into the media, even if it's just local media or wherever. That's good news to me. But I think those mRNA shots could actually cause more problems in the long term than the Johnson and Johnson shot would. Um, there's still a lot of people getting, getting really it's, it's inflammatory problems. They get injected with these, with these MRNA spike proteins and their immune system becomes incredibly confused and it doesn't know what the hell to do, whether it's dealing with some acute problem or some more systemic chronic inflammation. It's like their inflammatory pathways just go haywire and people's heads are swelling up. They're getting allergic reactions. They bump their leg and their whole leg swells up. I mean, these are just a variety of different examples I've seen from these reactions being posted on social media. And some people are legit passing away. Young people, old people, people with no history of problems passing away within 48 hours or even a week later. I mean, it's, it's weird, but...
The choice is yours to make, isn't it? The choice is yours. So now let's get into Mr. Elon Musk. He's been doing some weird things lately. And we've got a couple things to discuss in regards to Mr. Musk. First, the monkey. The monkey with the brain chip. <laughs> I just I just saw this yesterday. I couldn't believe it. So Elon Musk shares a video of a monkey playing mind pong. This monkey is playing this computer game with its brain because it has one of those Neuralink brain chips in its brain. Dude, Musk, man, I don't know. He's been making some pro-vaccine tweets lately. He went he went full pro-vax the other day. Did you see that? I covered it on Wednesday. He wants to put chips in our brains, like in our brains. Don't get me wrong. I am all for consciousness-assisted technologies. I think there's a lot out there, like minority report style. When the dude's using his brain to make the make the computer go, but if the chip or if the diode has to be in our skin as opposed to on it, okay? I would totally use some sort of computer interface if the diode was just on t- on my skull. But the but once they make an incision and then insert that that's a no-go for me, dog. Once that shit goes in my body, uh but I do fully believe there are technologies out there that we could be using, probably hidden, more or less, I would guess, um, that could interface us with, us with computers. But I think, like I said, it would be some sort of chip or diode on our skin, on our temples, or maybe a certain point on our back where we have a bunch of nerves intersecting. Um, this is just weird to me. And here's another weird thing, which is really making me wonder what the hell Elon Musk's angle is with all of this. But go ahead and look at this. So this morning, Elon Musk tweeted and deleted a meme pretty much throwing Bill Gates and his vaccines under the bus. Which, remember, like I just said, and like I covered on Wednesday, Elon Musk put out that tweet two or three days ago where he was totally pro-vax saying he supports vaccines, saying he supports the COVID-19 vaccine, which was weird as well because it was just a month or two ago where Elon Musk said that he was essentially alluding to this whole pandemic being kind of scammy, like we can't trust the numbers behind it, and what do we need a a vaccine for with a virus that has a 99.999% survival rate, you know? So Elon Musk started out what looked to be questioning the scamdemic. Then he contradicted himself going pro-vax a few days ago. Now he's kind of contradicting himself again. Let me show you this meme here. So this was it. I'll zoom in, see if I can make it bigger. This was it right here. Uh, It said, soon you will feel strange desire for Zoom." And this was the joking meme here. You got Bill Gates pointing to number four, we are here. So number one, fear. Number two, information control and censorship. Number three, shutdown and social distancing. Number four, mandatory vaccine rollout. Number five, which is actually number 666, Zune relaunch. 
So this is clearly poking fun at Bill Gates, like Bill Gates is some crazy, you know, satanic mastermind here. I don't know if you guys remember those Zunes. They're like ancient these days. I actually had one like 10 years ago. I did have a Zune. I don't know what I was thinking buying one of those, but uh, it was like a iPod competitor when iPods first launched. Microsoft came out with their own like MP3 music player. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So Zune relaunch. It's like poking fun at that. But Elon Musk, weird, huh? Weird for him to tweet that. But he deleted it not too long after. So that's my point here. I, What's Elon Musk's angle with all this? I just, I don't know. And I wouldn't be surprised with anything. Frankly, I'm not surprised with jack shit these days. <laughs> Is this person a white hat? Is this person a black hat? I wouldn't be surprised with either, right? Not much surprises me. Um, Elon Musk, I think he was, uh, you know, I think maybe 10 years ago, he was probably a puppet, blackmailed maybe, strings attached, who knows, but that's what it looked like. And did he get his puppet strings cut when Trump came into office? Now is he doing white hat things? Is he being leveraged by the black hats a little bit more? I don't know. I don't know. But again, we can't assume anything these days. You can't jump to conclusions about anything or anybody, right? Nothing is what it seems, folks. Nothing is what it seems. Take that to heart. Only believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Less than half. So moving on from that, uh, make it big. Next story. Now we're getting into UFOs. We're going to finish up talking talking the aliens, talking the the extra extraterrestrials. One of my favorite subjects. One of the subjects I get probably some of the most shit for. Like my gosh, all kinds of people coming at me calling me an idiot or a luciferian or whatever for I don't know. But first of all, uh disclosed TV picking up on this story this morning about a UFOs swarming a Navy destroyer. U.S. Navy confirms footage. Uh, shout out to Disclose TV. I think they are helpful as a news aggregator. I do want to say, sometimes sometimes breaking 911, which is another similar news aggregator that a lot of people depend on, sometimes breaking 911 and TV, they can be a little off with their context and you know, they're editorial about different things. So um, just want to make you aware of that. But I still find them really useful. I do follow those two accounts pretty, pretty religiously. Um, Disclosed TV here, they're reporting on a pretty mainstream story. So this story was actually broke by a gentleman named George Knapp and then Jeremy Corbell. I call him Jeremy Snorbell huh? because he is quite a... Well, both him and George Knapp, actually, they're very mainstream. They promote a lot of the kind of Tom DeLonge-esque narratives in terms of UFOs. George Knapp actually does write for a mainstream-leaning local newspaper in Las Vegas. George Knapp was the guy who broke Bob Lazar to the world a few decades ago. And Bob Lazar, I'm not saying his testimony is untrue, I do think a few things of what he says could be true, but I think Bob Lazar is just being used. Used. I think 
the some rogue actors or maybe the deep state is using Bob Lazar's testimony as part of a larger operation, a larger psyop. And in fact, I think this story as well, the whole U.S. Navy confirms footage is genuine of UFOs swarming Navy destroyer. In fact, pretty much all of the stories you've seen in the mainstream media these past three, three and a half years now, you know, it started with the New York Times in December of 2017 there. Again, I will reiterate this point. It's pretty much all a part of this large psyop to distract us, to manage the narratives. That's a big one. They're setting up their gatekeepers with these stories, right? Mainstream media writes about people like Tom DeLonge, like George Knapp, like you know other people that promote the same narratives. They're setting up their gatekeepers of disclosure. And they are, um, what else are they doing? They're, I kind of mentioned manage the narratives, but that's definitely a big point and that there's a lot of kind of half-truths and limited, partial, you know, it's very watered down. It's definitely not the full truth. Can you expect the full truth from the mainstream media, from the CIA assets that control and infiltrate the mainstream media? No, you can't. Let's be real. So wanted to warn you about all this. And uh, to say U.S. Navy confirms the footage, like a lot of these stories have just, you know, spin the context. Uh, I do think we're going to get a lot more. Here's the New York Times just yesterday. Uh, UFO reports surged during the pandemic. We're going to get a lot more stories like this, especially as we head towards that supposed UFO report coming out of the Senate Intelligence Committee in June or something like that. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to ramp up. It's definitely going to ramp up. And that's why I'm just warning you guys, they're setting up their gatekeepers. Everything they're going to give you is some half-assed bullshit. And it's, yeah, it's just going to get weird. It's going to get weird. So keep your hats on. And then one last thing to talk about, we're shifting from the mainstream media narratives to more of the alternative media UFO narratives. I want to touch on this statement that Dr. Greer, Greer put out a couple of days ago. He did this live stream on his YouTube channel. Uh, and the fact that he still has a YouTube channel and an Instagram and all that tells me that he's not that threatening to the deep state, just saying. <laughs> I, uh, I have a lot of questions for this guy. And... Uh, Although after listening to this particular update, he was basically going on and on about, well, his angle was that all of this mainstream media UFO talk is posturing for the deep state to set up a false flag alien invasion slash project blue beam type of thing. I mean, that's been kind of Dr. Greer's angle in terms of UFOs for the last three, four, five years. Um, that's basically like his bread and butter. And personally, I I think that's some fear porn. In fact, whenever somebody, I mean, oftentimes whenever I bring up UFOs, the first thing that I get from people is blue beam, blue beam, blue beam. That's like they're automatic. It's almost like they've been mind controlled to have that be their first reaction. Um, and you try to have any sort of deeper conversation about it with them, and they don't know what to say. 
But I, I think the blue beam idea is like a psyop about a psyop. I think it's a lot of fear porn. I think a lot of people just sort of get clicks with that narrative. Um, I, I don't think it's going to, me personally, I don't think it's going to happen. Greer in this interview, it was weird. He like singled out John Ratcliffe and Marco Rubio. Like he singled out these Republican leaning individuals, individuals close to Trump, right? Yet he fails to mention any like left wingers that promote uh, these narratives, I guess. Like he totally fails to mention them. And also like halfway into this video, Dr. Greer starts plugging this new movie he wants to start and asks for donations for this movie. You got to help us. You got to help us. And then he plugs this, this uh, event, I guess he's doing in Arizona in a few weeks. It just felt really grifty. It felt super grifty and not very cohesive, right? He wants to, he wants to pin the blame at the military industrial complex and the, the deep state for all these lying disinformation UFO narratives. And it's like, dude, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really trust Greer all that much. So that's all. That's all I wanted to say for this one, folks. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna hang out, do some Q and a here for a few minutes afterwards. I'm just going to finish this up for everybody watching on BitChute rumble again. Appreciate you guys being here with me. Please subscribe to this channel, whichever I channel, whichever channel I uploaded it to, um, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to live stream on Rumble next week on Monday. So these these streams might be going out to Rumble by then. I also heard Mike Lindell's Frank platform will be up on the 15th between the 15th and 18th, I believe it was. I'm going off the top of my head with that one, but that's coming soon. I'll definitely hop on that when it comes up at the end of the week and then I'll see you guys on Monday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, next week, 4 p.m., typical streams. Appreciate all of you guys' support as well. You can find ways to do that right down there below in the description. And I hope to see you in the next live stream. Take care, everybody. See you next time.